Alright guys, we're back! Sorry. Oh, I can make that move. You see the things in register on the screen right there? Yeah, you just noticed? <laughs> this is oh, our third episode. Make a clip like that too. <laughs> Welcome to the most awkward podcast in the world. Yeah, they, everybody probably thinks we're like a bunch of idiots too. That's what, a bunch of idiots. We're only two idiots. Oh, but we'll have guests and then they'll think they're idiots too. That's, no, that's unfair. Wait, that's no, unfair. That's right. You just called our future, all our oh, future no. guests idiots. Oh, you know? <laughs> no. I like some of our future guests too. They're not idiots. How do you know we have future guests? We haven't even asked well, them we're gonna to be beg our guests. Well, I mean, if we're going to do this, then we're going to beg them. We, we don't even have microphones. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, we're going to buy some. Why? I mean, maybe they won't know that they're being recorded when we talk to them. <laughs> We're gonna have, we're gonna have a guerrilla warfare podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> we just all of a sudden set up in a coffee shop and we just start talking. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd we're be recording funny. this uh, podcast. Oh, but that would be nasty too. Cause all you hear the grinding of the beans and <laughs> <laughs> someone turns out the blender. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys, so that was not funny, and nobody's laughing at us. Yeah, or well, we're, la- we're there's there's one guy somewhere. Laughing his butt off right now because he thinks we're funny. You believe that? That's I have to believe that in order for this to work. Okay. Uh, true, true story. <laughs> this one's for you, bro. You are bro. You are one of us, and and we tweet, do this. Huh? Tweet him if you're that bro. At. <laughs> are we still doing this? It's your tweet. I don't tweet. You have to tell them. I'm gonna make you a Twitter man. After this, no, I'm not. You're not gonna make me nothing of the sort. I'm gonna fake tweet you. Oh I'm, gonna, I'm gonna impersonate you. I hate you all. <laughs> I, we already had this combo. Oh, it's man. not hate. So what finish it. All right. That's... It's uh, at Boom Chandler. If you don't know by now, um, Boom as in his, as in the explosion. B O O M M as in manhandler. Yeah, you always have to repeat it. It's like commercials. Boom Chandler. Yeah. It's like oh, your call out. You know, your call Follow sign. me. It's the most awkward, boring, uh, boring thing in the world. And I, I, I tweet about the Clippers because they're amazing. Um, no, no, true story. True story. They are amazing, and they're doing so well right now. And as we, uh, as we're recording this, they're actually playing a game. So we know what takes precedence in my life. Mm-hmm. As much as I love the Clippers, dude, we should go watch a game. I mean, at the Clip, at Staples Center. I don't know. It's just a waste of money now. Oh. I went, um, I actually went to, uh, when they first got into the playoffs, I went to, uh, the Grizzlies game. Did I go with you that day? No, no. But we haven't gone yet. But I, I went to that game. You didn't go in the, the first time. I think you went the last year. Yes. When the Clippers were first in the playoffs, I was, uh, They played the Grizzlies again at the that playoffs? Was like two years ago. You went the second time they played them, played them again. I went the first time when the rivalry started. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't follow the Clippers back then. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, Daniel's a bandwagon fan. He's uh, one of the very few that I know. Oh, well, I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> of course you're not. Yeah, I mean, dude, I think everybody else would if they saw how fun it is to see Blake Griffin fly through the air. It's weird seeing that white man jump. You know, Blake Griffin has some of the shortest arms. Mm. I think he has the shortest arms for a power forward. He's like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if a Tyrannosaurus could play basketball and he could dunk, he should be Blake Griffin. Mm-mm. 
On television, those dunks don't seem that cool, but when you're in the Staples oh Center live, watching dunks is like the greatest thing. It's like, who cares? It's like watching baseball. You just stay and watch for the home runs. Yeah. In, in basketball, it's all about the and dunks. And then you high-five everybody around you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you celebrate. And who cares that they're losing? No, of course you care. But you want to see them win and win in style. Yeah, so hopefully this podcast goes up before uh, the the playoffs this year or... Maybe they're in the playoffs right now um, when you're hearing this, or um, hopefully they've reached the finals. But I am going to be celebrating, and I would, we probably have a whole podcast dedicated to the Clippers winning and how I feel about them. <laughs> how you feel about them. <laughs> yes, how I feel about them, and I'll break down every 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 player and why I'm a Clippers fan and what happened in my life and all those th- different things for another podcast. But for sure, the Clippers would probably come up a lot more. I, I can't believe... This is the, our third podcast, and this is the first time mentioning the Clippers. Oh, okay. Uh, it make no difference to me. No, it makes a lot of difference to me. But uh, now you know. I guess that was our get-to-know section. Oh, yeah. You're right. Everybody now knows that you weigh 188 pounds, and <laughs> you are a Clippers fan. Um, hopefully, by now, I'm 187 pounds. Oh, that's... I lost weight as we podcast, you know, my mouth it burns calories. But uh, they don't know it unless we say it. Oh, yes. Of course they don't know it unless we say it. What an epiphany. <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. I'm glad you found I, that no, I, out all by yourself. Now I'm embarrassed. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I feel I knew I sounded stupid, but now that I know how stupid I sound, <laughs> they don't know unless we tell them. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I don't okay. want to do this anymore. <laughs> you can't. You can't. We're on our, our third week of podcasting. Week? My- Is this really our third week of podcasting? All right, truth now? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) This is the internet. We can be anyone who we want to be. We can say anything we want to say and people will believe us. No, they already know who we are now. No, they don't. Yes, we haven't did. told them yet. You are breaking your first law. No, oh my gosh. You gave him so much information. You gave him your Twitter handle. That's enough information for them yeah, to find but out. I'm, I'm going to change my avatar to, um, to Super Mario. So are they going to believe I'm Super Mario? No, but then they can Google you hard enough to find you. <laughs> as, as I've said, I have nothing to hide. Today you can go ahead and search me. You can go ahead and ask me anything you want. Doesn't mean that I have to answer it. Mm. <clears throat> Why I got words. nothing to hide, even though I don't have to answer your questions. <laughs> yeah. A little strange. Yes, yes. All right, but then that's not what we were here to talk about for this particular podcast. All right, what are we talking about today? Today, it's my turn to pick a topic. And the topic for today is based on a daily show with Jon Stewart interview with uh, the uh, one of the, I guess, the researchers at the Pew Research Group. Uh, the original air date was on March 10th. And uh, he, was the, uh, he authored a new book. The book is called, the what is it called again? It's called The Next America and by uh, Paul Taylor. And I, I found that interview particularly interesting because he shared a statistic in that particular episode. Uh, and the statistic was, okay, so I, I misquote him, then my apologies. But it, I think the statistic was something like this. He said <clears throat> it was uh, something about 
25% of Americans between the ages of 18 or 32 are married, which obviously means that 75% of Americans between the ages of 18 or 32 are still single. And he said this is uh, unique to the generation group that he refers to as the millennials, people born after 1980, I believe. And so I guess if you're the kind of people who follow that stuff, there back in the day there was like the baby boomers and then there's like generation x and y and z and all the things and I, I know i say i never keep track of that stuff but then i was interested in listening to what he had to say about this particular age group and then it dawned on me when he shared that particular statistic that um <clears throat> i am not alone in this world uh, no pun intended that i literally not, okay, sorry. Let me scratch that word. Literally, I'm I'm one of the seventy five percent of the population that are still single. And um, why are you taking a picture? I don't even know what I'm talking about now. I'm so distracted that you take a picture. <laughs> they don't know that. With the, it, what did you do? You got such a good flow. You're not alone, Daniel. No, oh my goodness. I, I was okay. I'm so I'm so flustered right now. I'm not talking. <laughs> Daniel hates you guys, <laughs> but um, we're we're gonna edit that part out. <laughs> well, what part? What, what you're gonna edit out? That I'm so okay, flustered. Okay, okay. So here's what happened. Daniel was talking. He was talking very like, very uh, passionately oh, about please. something that he believed in. And no, I I wanted to go get my phone, and I wanted to take a picture of him talking so passionately. We got to remember this moment, Daniel. It might never happen again. No, that, if that was the case, then this would be a big problem for you. you. You're the one who wanted to do podcasting. And besides, I wasn't talking passionately. If anything, I was becoming more retarded as the seconds went by. All right, so tell me how you felt about knowing that you felt like you weren't alone. You were part of the 75%. No, see, I don't want to share that anymore. You want to know why? Why? Because the more I realize it, the more embar- this this particular train of thought will become more and more embarrassing which is exactly the reason why i don't want to do this and so i changed my mind i'm not going to finish that story <laughs> but you, you can do you horrible. can infer what my train of thought was that basically um this is the first generation who is uh, the majority of us is still single think about it if you looked at all your friends on facebook and you know did your own little survey you would probably find that maybe approximately 25 percent of them are married and the rest of us are still single, which is like really depressing because he shared in that particular interview how the previous generation, fifty uh, percent of the people were uh, married at, by that same uh, age range. So there obviously has been huge uh, changes in society, our culture and whatnot that has been influ- uh, negatively influencing, if you want to call it that. I don't know what you're going to call it. Um, the the dramatic the dramatic change and how um, the number of uh, mar- married people. Uh, which, as you can tell, um, is a depressing topic for me, even though I'm talking about it right now. It's so depressing now that I'm getting flustered again. I don't want to talk anymore. All right, here, here's 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 what I have to ask you about this. Then I get to know your get to know your host. <laughs> um, they know that I'm a depressed single person. So this came up. This came up actually in church when we were asking uh, questions, and one of the questions were just being honest. Honest. Is um, do you think if you don't get married, that something's wrong with you? Oh, so uh, if you were to take this guy's uh, um, 
handle on the situation he would probably say something to the effect of you know a lot of changes in society has been the biggest influences of why we uh, many of us are still single and so it may, it may necessarily be our fault that we are still single it, a lot of it has to do with economics for example it's weird how you can point to economics and say this is one of the reasons why i'm still single because it seems so unromantic but then uh, if you if you you know follow what he says it actually makes a lot of sense or i i'm I argue that it would make a lot of sense. One of the things he explains is that you know our, our millennial people, our generation, we are you, uh, we are going to be the first generation who's going to be um, what, what did he say? We're going to have a lower uh, standard of living than our parents. We're going to be the first group of people who are either um, underemployed or just un- unemployed altogether. And uh, these uh, these uh, social and economic factors uh, make us feel like we're less. Um, marriageable or marriage marriable mar- marriable yeah and all so- right so my question was to you mm. what do you think do, oh. you th- do you believe in that oh yeah so um in my twisted you know like oh how should i put it in my weird perspective uh, perspective thank you thank you <clears throat> um i feel like uh this has one of many inf- uh, influences on um on the the topic and i just lost my train of thought oh I remember now. So I feel like, uh, no, I am not any less of a person. Or I feel like, what was the question again? It was something to the effect of... Do you think something's wrong with you? Do you think anything wrong with me? So yes, uh, I don't believe there's something inherently wrong with me. uh, Even though I feel like there is something wrong with me. Just by, you know, venting my frustration is still being single. Mm. But then again, I am voicing the same frustration as 75% of the people of my age group. So That's true. <laughs> we are That's all, true. you know, festering in our own misery together. <laughs> <laughs> festering in your misery together. You guys share the same thing. I I think the same thing too. And I, I think um, like we experience it when we're growing up and like going into the workforce where it's not like we've been working for like a long time. We're about to retire. Like we're still kind of getting ourselves situated and you might be going into new, like not even like a new career, but a new job. And I think, I think today it's obvious that as society, as our society progresses, we get married later, right? True story. People start getting married later and later. Um, It also coincides with us going to school longer, you Mm. know, and with going to school longer, school being so expensive, it, kind of goes into other things and a lot of things build up a lot of money finance issues and the credit card thing borrowing from tomorrow to pay for today like all these things add up and i think i think that that thought process about if you're not married something's wrong with you is a very old generation like old talk Mm, archaic archaic thinking because a lot of the things that People still hold on to like traditions and values from before don't translate over to today. But we still as human beings, because that's what our society is built upon, it translates over for some reason. Those things translate over even if things change. Why is that? True story. Um, I, uh, he was explaining how back in the day, the baby boomers, after World War II, they come, they have like, uh, <laughs> they have just enough money to, you know, put down for a down deposit, uh, um, uh, 
deposit for our home. They would be able to um, start families. Um, economically wise, you know, the, uh, uh, the United States was booming at that time. So um, the economy was doing great. Um, and so you had this huge um, population surge. And then you had the next following generations that came afterwards. And with these changes in the society, there was like a, a rise in feminism and of um, the death to chivalry. And these um, cultural changes also diminished the the uh, the, the I, I guess or not, not diminished it it changed the uh, the perspective of marriage and society and things like that and so I feel like uh, over time we have been just the um, the the, res the what we experience today is just the culmination of all the changes that happened over the last couple hundred years back in the day you know you you might attribute like a good fifty percent of all the marriages to um, to uh, to arrange marriages but now our culture doesn't we think that's archaic so we don't do that anymore so um, good luck to people who used to, usually would get hooked up to arranged marriages you ain't gonna get married and then afterwards there's the loss of uh, chivalry and so now um, like men who used to feel like it was their duty to like you know um, have a savings and like you know buy a house and things like that all that has been slowly been diminished because of the poor uh, of our um or the the bad economy and things like that, and so uh, that that like took away another ten or fifty percent of of the population who usually would be able to settle down quickly. They're done too. And feminism it, it has um, changed the women's perspective of whether or not they, they can find self worth or their identity and and life uh, through marriage. Women discover that they don't need to be married to have identity, and so all those. Um, <clears throat> uh, so, uh, uh, those uh, what's the word uh, girls who have no self-esteem uh, those girls they have no self-esteem and so they don't get uh, a con into getting married so pff, that, that's another 10 <laughs> marriage is a con yeah so there's another 10-50% of the population that can't get married with, um, so ha um, and slowly but surely all these little things compound to the point where now we're left with just human beings plain human beings with just a choice like the matrix you have a choice and because we are sinful people we just make bad choices all the time and then if men and women were allowed to just make choices chances are one out of four uh, uh, 25 percent of the time you will find two people who absolutely fall head over heels for each other and choose to marry each other other than 75 percent we will always run into somebody who just didn't meet our standards or we were just way too picky or like that person was way too weird and then choice after choice uh I feel like this number will even diminish even more uh, as time progresses because eventually you'll get to the point where two people cannot see each other as the one. We're too blind. We're too s sinful. And if you don't understand what the word sinful is, uh, my apologies. Um, look it up in the dictionary. <laughs> oh, man. Daniel hates you guys. <laughs> look it up in the dictionary. I have a question, though. You brought up a, an interesting point. Um, with the rise of seven... Rise of feminism. Do you think the rise of feminism brought around the death of chivalry? Uh -uh. Nope. The two things um, uh, were um, totally separate. How how could you say it's separate though? I could see why a rise of feminism. Women want to be like you know their own. Man, I'm gonna sound like. Yeah, we both sound retarded right like now. Prejudice, like to the max, but. I can see like normal like the normal guy like sees the feminine Nazi lady. Okay, I shouldn't have said that. I probably offended a lot of people there. No. But, uh, <laughs> but let's say like I, I'm only speaking because I, this has been what was spoken to me. 
by another female. But um, if that's the case and they, you try to do something like, you know, chivalrous and you try to help them and then you they respond with like hate or like some sort of negative energy, wouldn't you expect that person to not do that anymore and stop? Like this is how the females are acting. Like it's not just one, it's a lot of them. Wouldn't that coincide with the chivalry stuff going down? No, no. <clears throat> because chivalry died long before the rise of feminism. Bushido and, you know, knights in shining armor, that's all medieval, like super archaic. And then that stuff slowly died over the years. So the, l- the last time you might see something that's truly chivalrous um, and it's like most romantic form is like in a Downton Abbey slash Jane Austen novel. And that's it. After that, society had changed so much. Um, it's... Uh, chivalry as it once was no longer exists and so what we have now is just people who act chivalrous but there is no real society that supports a culture that is chivalrous wow no, that was please, very no depressing oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very depressing but I, I can definitely see where you're coming from And since when did we become sociologists chances are we're probably totally wrong too we are far from, we are far <laughs> from, but I think we're just speaking from experience. And I think looking around, um, like it's, it's, it hasn't been easy. And I'm sure the people that are listening to us are people around our age. I don't think people older, older than us would listen to this because it's just not their perspective. But I think it's been tough on us as just people growing up in the great recession, you know, isn't it's one thing to be a great depression because everyone goes through it. But when you go through a great recession, it's kind of like the people there's the lower, the lower tier of people just get hit. You know, I'm sure the, the people up, up ahead get feel it too, but they can get, keep rolling with the punches, you know, but for us, it's like, we have nothing to start with. And if you, if you bring about the recession, then we can't get, you know, we, we can't get anywhere. And especially the people that are just, getting situated and like the careers and stuff, it's going to add on another 10 years, you know, to get to where you want to be, to get married. You can't, if you can't put food on food on the table, how are you going to get married? Which is a question. The author of the book, he also says it's hard to start a revolution from your parents, bed, uh, your childhood bedroom. <laughs> it is hard. to start. Where are we at right now? A <laughs> revolution from my parents. Attic <laughs> or basements. <laughs> All right. So, Daniel, um, okay. you talked about this book. What What is – could you give us the title of the book again in the – That's right. The, the author? The title of the book is The Next America by Paul Taylor. And uh, I believe it's in bookstores now. I'm not endorsing it. I know I'm making it sound like I am, but I actually haven't purchased it either. I only see – the only reason why I know about the book is because I saw his interview on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not a huge fan of him. I just watch it every day because it just happens to be on television. And I think some of his jokes are kind of funny. So, yeah. That's plus, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, if we're not funny, then somebody has to be funny. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we laugh at ourselves too much. That's not funny. We have to say jokes and let them laugh. No, no. <laughs> that's not how my life works. <laughs> oh, okay. That's for you, right? But I'm, uh... I feel for the people, even though I am thoroughly embarrassed because of them. I'm assuming that there's more than one person listening to this too. And if there's only one, then maybe I shouldn't feel so embarrassed. Your brother? 
No, David would not listen. <laughs> he would have been so furious that he had clicked on it and wasted his time. If he got this far... <laughs> If he got this far, I, I give you props. Oh, then you, you give him a prize. That's what you do. Give him a prize. Yeah. We'll give you a prize. You have to come um, Skype interview. So we'll Skype you in. <laughs> and you'll be our third man. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So uh, if you guys didn't know, Daniel had a twin. Had a twin. Has a twin. Has. Has. Has a twin right now. Currently residing in. I think it's in Seoul, Korea. So go find him. He looks exactly like Daniel. Oh, right. That's really helpful, right? <laughs> well, then, then again, you know, I'm convinced that they already know who we are. So chances are they probably would know how to find him too. Yeah. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys a challenge. If you guys uh, have found us on iTunes, please uh, rate our podcast with a five-star rating and tell your friend about it. And Daniel... We'll create a Twitter account if 50 of you guys rate it with five stars. <clears throat> First of all, they don't want me to create a Twitter account. Second of all, I don't want to create a Twitter account. And third of all, I don't. Um, I want to say there has to be a way to wager on that 50 people will actually hit the five-star rating thing. Because I'm going to create five, 50 uh, iTunes accounts and I'm going to rate it with five stars. <laughs> you would go through all that effort? No, I would not. <laughs> it's going to take enough effort to edit out these podcasts and post-production and figure all this stuff. Cereal. But... Is that Did it we for... even come to a conclusion to this? Probably not. What? Our whole banter thing right here. What banter thing? About the subject. The book. The book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we none of us ever read. <laughs> we 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 rate and review things that we have never read. Yes. <laughs> so what's your conclusion? Uh my conclusion is we should read it. <laughs> no, no. Heaven forbid, why spend money, right? <clears throat> my conclusion is this. Since there's a seventy five percent chance that we'll probably still be single until we're 30 something we might as well just concede to that and then you know not have to feel so depressed with their lives anymore which is you know i hate it when i say the words you know i hear myself saying the words you know over and over and over again it's like that girl that says like 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 over and over again it's so irritating i'm getting so flustered i'm gonna stop talking you say that a lot too Maybe you should stop saying that. No, that one I enjoy. <laughs> um, so I think from my experience, I know that I'm the anomaly in the in the in that statistic. Um and I'm very lucky, I think, um, from it. But I still definitely feel what you feel. And even though I'm going to be married, that's weird. I think I will still feel it when I'm married. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because uh, you empathize for your friends. I don't know. I don't know. Empathy is not my strongest, strongest trait. But really? <laughs> if you don't think so, then uh, that's that's fine. I yeah. think you do. I think you do really well. Th thank you. Cause you're my bro. Mm. 
<laughs> I'm your third twin, baby. <laughs> Wait, does that make me your triplet? <laughs> but, uh... This one's going to be one of our longer ones. Yeah, this is going to be a longer one. You know... When I, was a, when I was a kid, huh. in junior high, I didn't realize this, but I was really angry. About what? About life and how people treated me and what I was going through. Mm. But I, I think I'm still an angry guy. What? Like, in my mind, my perspective, I think that's something that's not changed. I just, I've just learned to smooth it over and use sarcasm and other trickery of words to convey what I believe. But at the core of it, it's that we're angry at our situation, the economy, society, where we grew up. It's crazy because we live in America and this is supposed to be as good as it gets. We have all the opportunity in the world. First world problems. First world problems. FWP? I don't know. But even though you make more money... More money goes out. A cup of coffee is like, what, four bucks? I don't drink any. Do you buy coffee? I don't buy it. I haven't bought coffee in a long time. Mm. But what's the point of making more money if you have to pay more? That's deep. (laughs) I don't know how to react to that. (laughs) I don't know. It's just... After coming back from like let's say like Southeast Asian countries, you you pay fifty cents for a meal, and if you have five bucks, you're good for the week. But we pay five bucks for one meal. We pay sixty percent of that for a cup of coffee. Sixty mm. percent, as in sixty percent of five dollars. Yeah, that's without a drink too. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's I can see why you know who's benefiting on all this. Contractors that live in these third world countries that get paid with our standard of living and they take that somewhere else and then they have 50 cents for per meal and then they have like what 100 bucks for the month's rent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know they live comfortably back they live there. definitely comfortably mm-hmm. but you can't live in Orange County you can't live in LA but strangely enough, that's where the jobs are. I'm, well, we could probably live. We probably wouldn't be able to thrive the same way our parents um, did. And we would never enjoy a lifestyle um, as uh, previous generations had in, in America today. Just, that's the sad truth. Or I, I assert that it is the truth. You can debate with me whether I'm right or wrong. Maybe that's what we should, we should call this podcast. Okay. We're so angry. Angry? Fine. No, no. <laughs> Nobody would want to listen to this podcast if you call it that. Well, there's Because already... we listen and all they hear is a bunch of people laughing. Like, where's the angry? Or where's the anger? Okay, maybe... Um, maybe uh, laughing anger. <laughs> L.A. No, no, neither of us live in LA. Oh yes, neither of us were live in LA, but we work near it or in it. Ugh. Yes, and we hate it. Oh, it's so hot in LA these days. We, I think this is the first year that we did not have 
an actual winner. Yeah, it was one of the driest years we had in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I I I've never remembered a winter that we've only seen it rain like twice and the average temperature has been 80 degrees. <laughs> yeah, that's it's California. It's been 80 degrees and we had to wear freaking dress shirts and slacks to work. Oh, you do. You do too. Uh, I get by. Oh, you still have to. Uh, yeah, you can't of. wear shorts. Oh no! <laughs> who who would ever? And you have to wear himself? long sleeves. No, I wear these uh, short sleeve ones too. <sighs> but the, everything has a collar. Everything has a collar. Yes. But no one would ever embarrass themselves and wear shorts to work. Someone's got to create dress short, dre- like slacks, but shorts like slacks, slorts. I don't know. We if should start stand- a business. If the standard is a suit and tie, there's no way you can make a short pair of shorts look unless you're like Pharrell and you're wearing a pair of shorts to the the whatever awards thingy. Grammys? Is that what he wore it to? I don't know. I don't watch much TV. Oh. Me. I, I pick up these things here and there, either on YouTube or you know, Google News and whatnot. But I'm sure everybody else does that. Every day, we always scour the internet. The first thing we do when we turn on our computers, we open up our browsers and open up all our favorite news sources. That's true. That's very true. Mm. You know, that's equivalent to our like parents reading the newspaper in the morning. Oh, snap. We've Weird become thing. them. <gasps> We're old. We've become them. <laughs> Instead of opening like a, a newspaper up, like physical medium... We're just going to open up our iPad or our phones. We'll probably have our phones and it's like, it'll switch in the movies. It'll be like a tablet or a phone. But we've already become them. Like, I wake up in the morning and then the first thing I do is check my Facebook feed. Mm. What happened? Right? <laughs> Did I get any notifications? Oh my God. We are like, old. I'm sure if our, if our parents are more into social media, like, they'll do that too. They'll do the same exact thing. Which is crazy. That's another topic for another day. Mm-mm. I want to first not apologize to the audience. I was eating a cookie and drinking this Gatorade. And I will continue to eat and drink in these podcasts. <laughs> Wait, did you apologize and then like... No, I said I am not going to apologize. Oh, you're not going to apologize. I thought, I thought you said I apologize and then you said what you did. And it's like, I'm going to continue it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I started by saying... I'm, I'm sure. Playback. Yeah, you'll say. You'll hear me say. All right, all right, all right. I'm not right. apologizing. All right. So that's it for this week. If you made it this far with us, congratulations. Um. Um. And also, uh, heed the call to the challenge. Rate our podcast five stars and uh, <laughs> torture your friends and tell them to listen to this podcast. And I'm sure they will hate you for it, but secretly inside they'll love it. It'll be their secret. What is it called? Guilty pleasure. This podcast. <laughs> you can't go a week without us. You know it. I'm pretty sure they can. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's it. This week's uh, Daniel and Chandler podcast. Maybe that's what we'll call no, it. No, that my name cannot be first. Your name has okay, to be fine. first. Chandler and Daniel podcast. Ah, God. Even that name is horrible. <laughs> <clears throat> We're going to call it. My favorite podcast. 
Hey, do you listen to my favorite podcast? Yeah, I listen to my favorite podcast. It's my favorite podcast. You imagine like little junior high and high school kids watching our show? Oh man, our, and then we're talking about chivalry and like the economy state of what we go through. And... All right, that's enough. All right, good. We will see you again next week. And Daniel, Daniel, do you still hate them? Hate it.